Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 29th show, Eat, Drink, and Be Scary, right before Halloween. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show. Today, I'll be having a panel conversation with my two guests, Sandy Tampa of Windermere Real Estate East, Bellevue South, and Admiral Flunder of Fairway Independent Mortgage. I'll also be having a conversation with Sandy, a deep dive into our local real estate market. Follow conversation with Admiral. If what you thought you knew about reverse mortgages was wrong, when would you want to have the facts? Also, if you're watching my show on my Facebook premiere or YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce and say thank you to my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. And oh, look, happy Halloween. Go ahead. Take two. (laughs) Take two. Okay, there you go. Anybody else can have some. There you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so awesome, Benny. You are the best. Uh, And also a big shout out to my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. I would not be able to do the show without both of them and everything they do behind the scenes. So again, thank you, Becky and Benny. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at one 855 411150 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now let's go ahead and start out today's show as I do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. Ohio Senator urge Fed to stop and think it over. On Wednesday, the Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown wrote a letter to the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, urging him to stop hiking rates. He tried to remind him that the Fed has two mandates, maximize employment and inflation, not just inflation. He explained that monetary policies takes time to reduce inflation and that more rate hikes would cause job losses. As a result of the political pressure, the Fed may still hike 75 basis points in November and 50 basis points in December, but that could mark the end of the Fed rate hikes. On the new home front, new home sales, which measure signed contracts on new homes, fell almost 11% in September at a 603,000 unit analyzed pace. This was actually stronger than estimates that were looking at 13% decline. Sales are now down 17.6% from last year. There were 462,000 new homes for sale nationwide at the end of September, but only 
56,000 or 12% are actually completed. At that current pace of sales, there is a 9.2% month supply, but when factoring in the amount of uncompleted homes, the month supply is only 1.1 months. Now on CNBC, Diana Olick said that according to the poultry group, 24% of contracts were canceled in Q3. While this sounds alarming and has been rising, it's important to note that even in a very hot market, you see roughly 15% cancellations. According to Redfin, when looking at existing home sales, 17% of contracts were canceled, which sounds bad, but last year, 14% were canceled and rates were much lower and the market was on fire. Additionally, they reported that 22% of homes for sale had price drop, but a lot of this could be listing prices that were unreasonable. However, the average sale to price ratio was a 99.2%, which means that when priced correctly, homes are moving fast and not a lot of price reductions. They also cited that 46% of homes still had multiple offers. Now, National Association of Realtors Chief Economist Lauren June underscored our beliefs on the housing market and how dynamics are much different than during the housing bubble. Despite weaker sales, multiple offers are still occurring with more than a quarter of homes selling above list price due to limited inventory. Yoon added that the current lack of supply underscores the vast contracts with previous major market downturn from 2008 to 2010 when inventory levels were four times higher than they are today. Average days on the market increased slightly from 16 days to 19 days and 70% of homes on the market for less than 30 days. The MBA released their forecast. They feel that origination volume will come to between 2.3 trillion this year. They also believe that the US will enter a recession in the first half of 2023 and that mortgage rates will decline to a near 5% next year. When looking at the spread between 30-year mortgage rates in the 10-year treasury, it's wind to the levels that we have not seen since March of 2020 and December of 2008. In both of these previous instances, mortgage rates declined significantly in the year following. Hold on and hold strong. Tina Mitchell, and that is your money chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour, panel conversation with Sandy Tampa of Windermere Real Estate Bellevue South and Admiral Flender of Fairway Independent Mortgage right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Want to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Let us help you produce a professionally sounding radio show or podcast. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. 
ghostly greetings for Halloween. You're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, October 29th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you to the two guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now on the show for my panel conversation with my two guests, Sandy Tampa of Windermere Real Estate East Bellevue South and Admiral Flender of Fairway Independent Mortgage right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome Sandy to the show. Thank you so much, Tina. It's great to be back. Yeah, we'll see how you and I uh, fare today, uh, both of us under the weather and getting over this tremendous cough. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Admiral, welcome to the show as well. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm just excited to be here and spend time with you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, I am as well, Admiral. Thank you. And before we get started on the panel conversation, I'd like to share a little bit about uh, both of my guests. Sandy is a skilled veteran with 15 years of residential real estate experience. She is based out of Bellevue and primarily focuses on the east side. Sandy is a highly accredited managing broker. Her credentials include accredited buyer representative, certified residential specialist, and master certified negotiation expert. What does this mean? to you. It means that she's dedicated to being the best that she can be to serve you and your referrals with the highest level of professionalism and skill as possible. And then a little bit about uh, Admiral. Admiral is a graduate of Western, Western Washington University and has spent the bulk of his career focused on delivering the highest level in customer service. Admiral has been married for over 40 years and has three grown grandchildren and is blessed with eight grandchildren. Admiral is a licensed retirement mortgage specialist from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation for the past three years and is focused on educating financial planners, realtors, estate planners, divorce attorneys, and the community at large that reversed mortgage is no longer the loan of the last resort and has become a financial planning tool due to many of us having a significant percentage of wealth tied up in home equity. A reverse mortgage can be utilized as a buffer asset to migrate circumstances and returns risk in a portfolio. Admiral is a dear friend of mine and a colleague in the mortgage industry, different company, but being that I don't represent reverse mortgages, Admiral is my go-to guy for all of my clients, including my mom and stepdad that could benefit from a reverse mortgage. So again, very excited to have both of you here for the panel conversation so my guests can get to know a little bit more about you before we go into our individual interviews. All right. So Sandy, what life experience brought you into your line of work? Yeah, this is, it's an interesting question because it just, we just made a change to what initiated the change. So back in 2003, my husband and I um, bought a fourplex. We bought an investment property. And I was at some turning points in my career. I'm an engineer by degree and moved over to marketing and sales. And 
was needing to make a change. And I remember watching the real estate agent and going, I think I could do that. And I think I could do it really well. Yeah. And so the rest is history. And we just sold, we bought that fourplex in 03 and we just did a 1031 exchange on that property. So wow. when I say it's a time to buy, I truly think it's a great time to buy. Absolutely. And we're going to get into that when we get into your individual uh, segment. And the, during my money chat, I'm, I'm always making reference of the opportunity because I do uh, firmly believe that this is an opportunity right now, and it will be a missed opportunity for people that don't take advantage of it. Just as Warren Buffett says, buy when it's low. Yes. That's when you actually start gathering your assets and there's no exception in the real estate space. Well, thank you for uh, sharing that. And it's really great. Yeah. When you do some things personally and you're like, you know what, this is a great opportunity I'm going to get in so I can make a difference of other families as well when it comes to real estate. So Admiral, what about you? What life experience brought you in to your line of work? Because I know that you are so passionate about helping seniors. And I'd mentioned in the intro, um, I'm so passionate about what you're doing and the way that you're doing that, uh, that I sent my mom and stepdad to you. So that's a huge compliment uh, for you, Admiral. So what brought you into reverse mortgages? Well, I have a strong faith, um, and I don't believe in coincidences. Back in 1986, I met my current business partner. Uh, we both worked for Fairway, but we partnered together because two heads are always better than one. Um, so we we met, and we've been really good friends since then. Um, I was at a Subaru dealership back about four years ago, and we 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 crossed paths, and Kim, we chatted about our past, and then Kim said, if what you thought you knew about mortgages was wrong, when would you want to know the truth? And I said, well, let's talk. And um, we talked for about six months, and, and I looked at the product, and I said, wow, this is what I remember. And then I prayed on it. And uh, then he told me stories about lives that he had changed. And I had... Um, I was thinking about retiring around that time, but then I found something I could be really passionate about. I found something that was exciting. And so here I am. Here you are. And you've taken advantage personally for yourself and your lovely bride in a reverse mortgage. I say lovely bride after 40 years, deserving so, um, right? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, uh, Admiral. So Sandy, how is running a successful business different than what you thought it would be initially? Oh my gosh. It's it's so different. I mean, it's, I mean, so many things come to mind with this question. One is um, when you do hit those successful marks that you're achieving, how it doesn't, um, it doesn't feel like what you think it would feel like, that it's not like this moment of ticker tip tape, a parade and excitement and that sort of thing. It's just sort of, I don't want to say non-event, but it's just, it's, it's an interesting feeling different than what I thought. The, uh, the other thing I would say is that just the human aspect of it so much is, is aligning a team and taking care of the team and making sure that everybody's in the right place and um, never thought that that was as big of a priority. And I've learned that over the last few years with some kind of painful lessons and yeah. Well, I've always um, been a, one of my core practices, embrace your strengths and hire at your weaknesses. So um, I've believed in teams since the strawberry field when I was 10 years old. 
but understanding how to put people, as you mentioned, into their right position, that took a while to figure out that it's not about hiring me for my team's position. It's about hiring the people that are different and have skills that I don't and are passionate about things that I'm not passionate about. So yes, that's a lesson that I learned uh, through the years as, as well. Admiral, what about you uh, running a successful business? What is different than what you thought it would look like? So I think we all are familiar with Stephen Colby, who wrote the book, yeah. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And, and one of his precepts is to begin with the end in mind. And um, the end in mind I envisioned was happy families, um, changing the families, fortunes generationally in a very, very positive way. And, um, but what I didn't, anticipate was the amount of time that that I would have to invest in order to really learn my craft inside and out and not that's not to say that I've learned it I still have a lot to learn but um I'm very happy that I've been married for over 40 years so I can get away with this because I'm supposed to be semi-retired <laughs> I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and sometimes I don't go to bed <laughs> until eight because you know there's a lot to learn but it's just a lot of fun being a part of making positive changes in lives. Yeah, that is great. Well, 27 years in the mortgage industry, and there's a lot to learn. You're always learning. And when you think you've learned everything, things change and you've got to shift and, you know, figure out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the learning is, is on, is ongoing for sure. Um, Sandy, what about, um, uh, or my next question, what's one popular entrepreneurial advice that you disagree with and why, or one that you agree with that you've implemented into your business? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I would say one of the things that I that I do that I consistently hear advice for is getting your morning routine right. So waking up with gratitudes, intention, staying off social media, just trying to do all the hard stuff at the beginning of the day. And I find when I do that at least a few times, I mean, I try to do it every day, but give myself grace, but that's how you just get on the right course. Yeah, morning routine is so important and not just the morning routine of what you do when you actually start your day. And I love how you make reference, Sandy. Yeah, you've got to do the things that you don't want to do. If you can't delegate them and hire them out, you've got to do them first thing because otherwise you're going to have that emotional stress attached throughout the day that you haven't done it. Most likely then you're going to procrastinate and not do it and things can get really bad the next day. But your morning routine, as you mentioned, even before you start your day, what do you need to do to get your yourself motivated and ready to conquer and power your day? I've got quite the uh, regular routine that I do in the morning. Uh, one thing that's been a real level up for me is just making a statement and then asking a question around that statement. What's one thing that I want for the day? Um, and then asking a question because question creates the curiosity and create curiosity creates action and excitement for what the day has to offer. So thank you, uh, Sandy. Admiral, what about you? One popular entrepreneur advice that you disagree with and why, or one that you agree with and you've implemented into your business? Well, one that, that I agree with is, um, is something I got from you in your, um, in your one time, your business success program, you talked about time blocking and time tracking. And you asked the question, you make the statement, you said, your future is created by what you do today, not what you do tomorrow. The bad news is time flies. 
time flies by. The good news is you are the pilot. And so you've helped me learn how to time block, how to shut my phone down, uh, my laptop, what, unless I'm using it, to really focus on, on what I'm doing. And I, I have to throw this in because this happened last night. I was doing a little preparation and I accidentally hit a YouTube motivational video and I was fading. I was about dead. And you introduced me to motivational videos and I listened to like 20, 30 minutes and, and then I was up for another half hour. So yeah. thank you for that. Well, thank you for the shout out, uh, Admiral. I really appreciate it. And yeah, definitely a key to success is time blocking. And before you time block, as you mentioned, you have to time track. The time tracking is really being able to figure out exactly where your time's being spent. It's just like budgeting. If you don't know where your money is going, you can't make more out of the money that you have. And if you don't know where your time's going, you can't make more out of the time that you have. Uh, Sandy, what about um, uh, for you on a success story? Can you share a quick success story with one of your clients in the shifting market right now with a buyer or seller? Yes. So, um, well, with, with the shifting market, that's, you know, that's, that's tricky. That's, um, you know, our, we'll talk a little bit about numbers and everything, but I think a success story for me personally was I had a client where we had to drop the price, drop the price, drop the price as the market was building inventory and the market was going down. And, um, you know, they would hug me at the end of every meeting, even though they were in theory losing money seemingly, I mean, it's money on paper, right? Cause yeah. they were artificial highs and, um, just representing them, making them feel good about what's going on, even though the results aren't what we wanted, but the results were out of our control. We can't control the market. Yeah. Well, that says a lot for you and what your, your, the confidence that your clients have in you, Sandy, is the ability to, to understand that this hard decisions have to be made and nobody has control over the shifting market. And just like you said, it's just with on, on paper because property values have, are absolutely appreciated. Yeah. It's just, it's coming back a little bit from that artificial craziness that we saw that was not sustainable. Uh, Admiral, uh, what about for you, a success story with one of your clients in our last two minutes here? Well, I have a, a client who uh, I've known for a, a long time and uh, smartest guy that I know. He, he, I told him about the work I did. And then one day he calls me and he says, we need to talk. He says, I think you got a product that's going to work for me. He says, we're doing fine. He says, but I got high blood pressure and we just spent $65,000 remodeling our kitchen and some things. And I'm afraid with my high blood pressure that I could be gone and we might have to move. And that just kind of keeps me up at night. And he says, so I think your product might be a solution to that. Cause I just want to, if I, if I'm gone, I want to know that she can live in that house for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. And so we, we did it. We, we did a reverse mortgage for him, um, set up a line of credit. Uh, it was like $93,000 that continues to grow. And more importantly, his high blood pressure went down because his stress level wasn't what it is. And the other thing he realizes, he can retire. And knowing that he could retire, he hasn't, but he knows that he can. Uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, what a beautiful story and a great way to wrap up our panel conversation here when you have a product that can 
help people financially, it releases a lot more than just the financial concern, but health concerns that come out of that as well. Well, coming up next in the Money Hour, trick or treat. What's a treat for you today? A deep dive into our local real estate market, Sandy Tampa of Windermere Real Estate East, East Bellevue South, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. I love that. I have a fantastic fantastic show we have here you're listening to the money hour at 11 50 a.m kknw the saturday october 29th halloween show you can also listen to my show on pot my show podcast facebook premiere or catch my show on my show youtube channel i am your host and local mortgage expert tina mitchell i'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time if you're hearing my show at a different day you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, Sandy Tampa of Windermere Real Estate East, Bellevue South. We're going to take a deep dive into our local real estate market right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, Sandy, really excited to have you uh, back in the show and especially your expertise in what's happening in our, our shifting market. So Sandy, what is your answer when a client asks, is the sky falling? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I sometimes will deadpan and say yes, you know, but of course, no, it's, it's no, it's not. Um, so, you know, it's, you alluded to this earlier. I loved your conversation, your, your initial talk. So you, you stole a little bit of my thunder, but it's, it's um, like in a very good way, but it's, um, we'll look at it more on our local, local um, market. Um, so we have a solid, you know, so why this is so different than, than our last mortgage meltdown or, or the mortgage meltdown that was fueled by predatory lending. And what we have right now is we have a solid base. We have tighter lending standards and we have a huge base of equity. So that means that any kind of shift that the market's going to experience that there, it's got a stronger foundation then the basics are there. So the supply, we're still under housing starts and then the amount of housing available isn't what it needs to be. We're, we've, for the last 15 years, have been under what our year, what our average has been. Mm-hmm. And then most importantly, our demand. So our demand is huge, both just with our local economy, but millennials are bigger than the baby boomers and the baby boomers are staying in their homes longer than they ever had. So we're solid. Yeah, we absolutely are. When you see your your real estate appreciation value dropping, no, it's not dropping year over year. Our appreciation is up. 
it's just not up as high and we're losing some of that appreciation from that craziness again, which we talked about, which was not uh, sustainable and yeah, completely different than the financial meltdown in the great recession of 2008, just because of what you said, Sandy, we actually, we have equity, we don't have inventory, um, all of those things that is the foundation for us to continue with our growth in the real estate market. So Sandy, what is your, um, and you could, can you give us an update on what you see happening with inventory? Yes, you mentioned, you threw out some numbers from Lawrence, from, I don't know if that was from Lawrence Yoon, but yeah. um, so locally, our, our, our inventory is around two months of inventory, which is um, a balanced, slightly seller's advantage to balanced market, depending on who you ask, but in our area, that's true. But what happened was in April, we were at, 0.31 months of inventory. So that is a 233% increase in inventory. So it's like we were going 200 miles an hour, which is what it felt like. Yeah. Now we're going 60 miles an hour, which is a reasonable speed. We'll Absolutely. get to where we need to go, be going, but it's dramatically different. Yeah. So it, it, it feels like the sky is falling, but it's not because we can't continue to go 200 miles an hour. And there was a lot of crashes that was happening at 200 miles an hour. Now we're at a safer uh, speed that's sustainable to where we can get where we need to get safely in our real estate future. So in a shift in the market may not seem good when the reality is best for everyone. In, involved owning or not owning real estate for our sustainable in the, the economy for sure. So Sandy, can you explain uh, when you say month's supply of inventory, is that the time that the sellers expect to sell? Great, great question. It's, it sure sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually a nonsensical number. So it's, it's how we take the pulse of the real estate market but in its, in, uh, in its true meaning, it is if no more homes were to come on the market and buyers kept buying at the same pace that they are now, how long would it take for the inventory to run out? And that's never going to happen, right? That's a nonsensical um, uh, number. But it's any, anything less than two months of inventory is a seller's market. Two to four is a balanced market. Used to be that that was still a seller's market, but not we're, we're kind of changing our wisdom on that yeah and interestingly so in king county in september our month our average days on market was 28 days on market which is still you know big picture pretty low but in april it was seven days on the market on average yeah so again it's just it's the dramatic uh change but when you when you educate somebody that we're actually in a seller's market it's hard to understand what well, we're not in a seller's market we're totally in a buyer's market but we're not it's just such a dramatic change from the the craziness and that's why there's so much opportunity uh now to take advantage of this market while we are seeing a shift uh, still maybe not even considered a balanced market, but a seller's market. Um, and definitely we have not hit a buyer's market based on the amount of inventory uh, that we have before we would run out of uh, homes. So Sandy, um, let's go ahead and talk about what's happening with buyer demand. Yeah, I mean, so buyers are still out there. You know, interest rates are the highest that I've sold real estate with. Um, they're about where I bought, but 
it's it it was such a driver in how affordable things were and so people could buy more home than they could previously but what drives real estate is life changes it's going to be marriages divorces having kids and then um there's still people who have the home the dream of home ownership i've just got two new buyer clients who want to own a home and interest rates are it just is what it is yeah, and it's it definitely has an impact when you consider every 1% in increase in rate is about 10% drop in buying power, you know, so it does have a big impact. Uh, the positive on the other side is if we follow historical trends, which that's all we have to go off of anytime historically when you hit a recession, mortgage interest rates go down dramatically. So this should be a short term. So why would you not wait until the interest rates go down is because when the interest rates go down, that buyer frenzy is going to come back because the inventory is going to be continue to be a challenge. And then you're getting right back into that craziness and not being able to get your offer accepted. So that's why it's such a great opportunity. And, you know, you hear a lot about the two, one, you know, buy downs with seller, which is what I educate my clients is because there is negotiating space for sure. So negotiate lower on the price, which I don't think is going to be the biggest benefit, but instead negotiate on having the seller buy down your rate. So take a look at the two, one buy down, or even better, just take a look at the lifetime buy down of the rate. Um, so make sure that you're analyzing those numbers so you can see what's, you know, what's available and how you can actually get a substantially lower interest rate and have the seller pay for it versus lowering the price by 10 grand and maybe saving 50 bucks a month in the mortgage payment. Would you agree with that, Sandy? Well, yeah. I mean, preach. Exactly. You are, you are, these are points I was going to make later even. So it's fan. Exactly. Or, you know, if we do expect rates to go up, you know, there's the saying date, the rate, marry the house, yes. right? So there's always the opportunity to refinance if if rates come if rates dip down and that's just going to be icing on the cake but it's critical to be working and making sure that you can afford the payment that is what it's all about is that you live in the payment not the price yes absolutely so you don't want to do a two one buy down with a hundred percent confidence the rates are going to go down and then you're not in a position to be able to afford that rate in the third year so um yeah so sandy uh let's talk about what's happening with prices yes so it's it's really interesting so i i live and work primarily on the east side but i serve all of king county and i've actually been working in seattle a little bit more lately um, but east, the east side has been a wild ride. We are down 22, median pricing and pricing so hard to measure, right? It's just a very, very difficult because, you know, you could have a bunch of high-end home selling and then the low-end home. So it, it's just a little tricky, but we're down 22% since April, which was the peak this year, which was up 11% since January. And an 11% rise in four months, I mean, that's just a good year, a year in real estate. So it's just been this roller coaster of ups and downs, but we are, we have flattened on the east side, we flattened out. In King County, it's, we're just down 3% since January. So it hasn't been as dramatic for the whole county, which is a larger data set, which is probably telling the story more accurately. Um, but it's what is going to happen. You know, Tina, you mentioned that there's not year over year depreciation, and you're right. So on the east side, we're up 3% year over year. 
However, we are lower than what we were in October of 2021. Yes. So I know. So it's going to, it's going to, the media is going to whip everybody into a frenzy of depreciation. And we all just need to take a breath and stay calm. Everything's fine. The people who probably bought in those periods of time might feel like, oh, maybe I overpaid. You'll be fine. Stay there for three, two, three years. You'll be fine. And you probably have the lowest interest rate in history. And you can exactly. more house than you could. So yeah, the sky is not falling. And I always bring media clips in here because it's it's so discouraging to hear the half truce or half information in what the media <laughs> is sharing. And yeah, I've I've said it before and we'll continue to say it. You don't lose money in real estate unless you're forced to sell in a bad market and you're not reinvesting in another real estate asset at the same time. So value, as you said, it's what's on paper. And so don't, unless you're worried, unless you're looking at selling, um, real estate is always going to be a great investment over time. So Sandy, uh, what can sellers expect in this market? Yeah, sellers um, need to expect to have slow and timid buyers who are terrified about making a bad decision. And that's just where you've got to prepare and help them understand everything they can about the house, showcase the house, and then price it right, which is literally the million dollar question, but also a very tricky question to answer. Yeah. So as a seller, putting your seller hat on, um, have some compassion for the buyer in that process. And because what you don't want to do is, is scare them and lose that opportunity for you and for them. Because I really believe, as we've talked about, it, it's going to be a missed opportunity for people. Just think if you were in the market before and there was 20, 30 offers on a home, hundreds of thousand dollars over asking price, waiving finance condition, con- contingency, maybe losing $100,000 earnest money or paying $100,000 over the appraised value because you had to waive that, or you just weren't the chosen offer over and over and over again. Now you're in the market, it is a whole different picture, um, which is the opportunity and the hidden opportunity, right, Sandy? 100%, yes. Yeah, yeah. So what advice um, do you have for sellers in addition to what we've talked about? Yeah, I think it's just being patient, being and pricing it right, and just paying attention to what's going on in the market. And knowing when to react and not when not to react. And that's hard. And that's just, you just have to have data and make data driven decisions. Absolutely. Well, Sandy, I had a couple more questions I wanted to answer. My time just went so quickly with you. And I just really appreciate you uh, coming into studio. Uh, you are definitely an, an expert and an expert based on the number of people that you actually help and close deals, which says a lot. So congratulations for your success. And thank you for all that you do for our local community and for being here to support uh, my show and my listeners. Thank you, Tina. My pleasure. And coming up next on the Money Hour If what you thought you knew about reverse mortgages was wrong, when would you like to know the facts? Admiral Flinder of Fairway Independent Mortgage right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150.
And with that music, do not be scared of reverse mortgages because here's another missed opportunity if you do. You're listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, October 29th, the Halloween show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, and your local mortgage expert. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. And in studio right now, Admiral Thunder of Fairway Independent Mortgage. If what you thought you knew about reverse mortgages were wrong, when would you want to know the facts right here on 1150 AM KKNW? Admiral, it's really excited to have you um, on my show for the first time and to really dial in on some of the myths when it comes to reverse mortgages. So thank you for joining me. Honor and a privilege to be here. And I want to say I can see why you have Sandy on for a second time. She really understands the market. She's compassionate about her clients. Yeah, I can see she just fits with your culture absolutely perfectly. Oh, yes. Yeah, she absolutely does. And she's actually been in many times over the 11 years that I've had the uh, show. So it's always a a pleasure to have her in. And I would have you in multiple times, uh, Admiral, but I just got connected with you. um, I would say, you know, within the last... uh, year or so. And we've built a a strong friendship um, and confidence in the ability that you have in this really great space uh, for seniors and reverse mortgages. So today I wanted to uh, go over some of the myths that consumers have about reverse mortgages. So not to miss out on this opportunity. And the first myth I wanted to bring up and have you address, uh, Admiral, is that you'll be giving up the deed to your own home and you will not own it anymore. Can you go ahead and share some light on that myth? So the the fact is that the deed always stays in the borrower's name and they have all the rights that a person does in a, a conventional mortgage. You can sell it, you can remodel it and keep it any equity left when you move. And when I talk about any equity, there's typically plenty of equity because we only, we really only tap into a small part of the, a little bit of the equity. So it's, yeah. it, it, the, fun, the, 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 the fundamental thing is it must be a sustainable solution, not only for the, for the investors, but this is designed to improve the quality of life for us baby boomers. And uh, when President Reagan signed that bill back in 1988, it really was to improve the quality of lives. Uh, he he wasn't a prophet to, to where he knew that that uh, equity would go up to the extent that it has, but yeah. in, so, in some ways he was. Yeah, there's, uh, there's one of two reasons why you might see a senior working at a grocery store. Number one, they don't own a home anymore. Or number two, they don't understand what they have sitting in their home and the opportunity for a reverse mortgage. And that's really why I wanted to bring you in. Even though you're with a different mortgage company, I'm the mortgage gal at Highlands Residential Mortgage. And I brought Admiral in from Fairway Mortgage, which might be thought as a competitor, but the reality is when it comes to reverse mortgage, you need to work with the best of the best and not just company-wide, but definitely representation-wide. And so Admiral, this is um, uh, definitely something unique that I do when I bring in another mortgage company to my show. So Admiral, let's go into a a second myth that your house must be debt-free to qualify for a reverse mortgage. All right. So the facts are that 
you must be the homeowner and either own the home outright or have significant equity. And you must live in the home as your primary residence. You have to stay in the home about six months and one day a year. And then the same income and um, credit qualifications also apply to ensure that you have the ability to pay your taxes and insurance to maintain the home. When we've, when you've, you know, some information might be out there that, um, there were folks that were in a reverse mortgage and they lost their home. Mm-hmm. I think there's a story about 150,000 people that had a reverse mortgage and they lost their home. But below that paragraph, there should have been another article about the 1,150,000 people that lost their homes for exactly the same reason. They didn't pay their taxes and insurance. And we take some blame there because that wasn't part of our qualifications. We we didn't make sure that the person had shown a, a record of being able to pay their taxes, property taxes, and insurance. Yeah. And it's just like saying that why would we lend somebody to home ownership if there was a risk that anybody would not be able to make their mortgage payment? I mean, common sense, it's the exact same thing. That's a really great thing. And I, I want to make reference to, to something that you said um, here too, because I think it's important. Uh, six months and one day, you don't have to live in your home for the entire year, you just six months and one day to qualify for a reverse mortgage. Is that what you said, Admiral? Yeah, that's part of the, the agreement yeah. that yes, because you know what happens when you're not in the home, it's not taken care of. Yes. Squatters could move in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's a, that's a really good shout out because a lot of times when you get into retirement, you're living in uh, a different place part of the, the year, especially uh, when we're in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, you might be heading out to Arizona or Florida uh, during our winter time. So next month, a myth, you could lose your home and be forced to move out. All right. So the facts are that as long as all the loan terms are met, just like in a conventional mortgage, you cannot be forced to sell the home and or move. The terms include living in the house as your primary residence, maintaining the home, and paying home expenses such as taxes, insurance, and you must maintain the home. Yeah. And if you can't afford to pay taxes and insurance, if you don't have a reverse mortgage, you're going to be losing in the home a lot quicker than that. Because not only do you have taxes and insurance, but you don't have the income that you're drawing out from a reverse mortgage to take care of other expenses, uh, which is the whole benefit of reverse mortgage. So next myth, your home will be taken away when you pass away and your family loses the right to that property. All right. So the facts are, When you permanently move out of the house, whether you sell it or you pass away, neither you, your estate, nor your heirs are responsible to pay the deficit if the balance owed on your home, on your reverse mortgage, exceeds the home value. We actually have what we call a mortgage uh, insurance protection that is part of your closing costs that guarantee that. So, but if the heirs want to keep your home, they can purchase it for 95% of the appraised value. And I've got to just add to that. That is, they can buy it for 95% of the appraised value if the home is underwater. Um, if they, if you then they're able to buy it for 90% of the appraised value. Um, but otherwise it's just like it, a conventional mortgage. 
Yep. They, just they like pass any away. other mortgage. They, they, it, they, yeah. They're just, it, the heirs aren't responsible for it. They're just not going to get that, um, you know, that home if it's underwater. And so it's really as the, um, as the heirs of the house is what's, you know, more important is uh, your loved ones in their senior age to be able to enjoy the life that they worked so hard for, yes. or for you not to have to be financially responsible. And this is the reason I, I connected you with my mom and stepdad is I don't want to be financially responsible for my mom and my stepdad. And I don't have to be because they have so much equity that is just sitting in the home and they deserve to have that equity. Um, not me needing to have it uh, when they pass away. So the next myth, reverse mortgage loans don't offer anything different from other loans, but cost way more than other loans. Big okay. myth. So the facts are that there have been changes in the FHA's reverse mortgage program in recent years that reduce the borrower's costs. While any reverse mortgage is still more expensive than a traditional mortgage, they may provide you with more options than a traditional mortgage, uh, such as no mortgage payments. Um, and the borrower still, we have to keep give you the disclaimer, when we say no mortgage payments, behind that to be compliant, we also have to say that the borrower is still responsible for paying taxes and insurance and maintaining the home. And there's an increasing line of credit option on the unused phones that, funds that grows at the same rate as the, as the balance. Um, uh, the interest that's charged on the balance that's remaining. Yeah, which is which is a huge deal. It's it's an investment because it's growing like other investments would that you're having more of those funds available and you're not having to pay a monthly mortgage payment for those funds that you're taking out to uh, enjoy your life outside of just maintaining what you would have to anyways, which is the taxes, the insurance and maintaining um, uh, the qual you know, the quality of the actual asset itself. And whether you're using it because you just don't want to be stressed about bills or you're using it so that you can enjoy your life and vacation and maybe buy another um, uh, vacation property that's going to build equity to offset the fact that you're taking equity out of this home. There's so much that you can do with those funds for a reverse mortgage. So Admiral, next myth, your children could get stuck with a big mortgage if you live too long. Okay. So the facts are that your children can never be liable for any, uh, any amount over the value of the home because the loan is guaranteed by the FHA mortgage insurance, what I, which I talked about earlier. Yeah, so there is, if you're listening to the to our, my segment with Admiral right now, um, I believe as a child that we're being a disservice to our parents by not making sure that they understand that a reverse mortgage is available to them. And we've talked, I think, in, um, in our panel conversation about the health issue. Uh, we know as you get older, there's your more... Um, at risk of health issues. And a lot of health issues come from stress. So if you can minimize that stress um, that your parents and grandparents have financially, um, why would you not help them in this situation again? So there's not a missed opportunity and there's no risk to you at all. So Admiral, um, my last myth is the safest thing is a house that's free and clear. The facts are that in the event of a 
an extended nursing home stay or a lawsuit, all your home equity can be lost that you spent your whole life to create. So re reverse mortgages can unlock that equity and allow you to properly manage it for the benefit of your family. Talk to your financial advisor about how a reverse mortgage can help you do this, including helping you pay for longer-term care expenses, such as medical or nursing home expenses. If I could expand on that just a little bit, the best time to do a reverse mortgage, or sometimes people will say the best time to take out a loan is when you don't need it. Yeah. What I wanted people to understand is you can take it out, take it out, have that money sitting there growing so that if an event occurs, you're set. You don't have to dig into your portfolio. You don't have to borrow it from your children. You simply take advantage of the money that you've set that sat there. So some of us, you can call it a put. One last thing, um, I want to talk about something called life expectancy set-asides. So what that means is that if we can actually set it up so we can use some of the equity to cover the taxes and the insurance. And a servicer is making that. So a person doesn't, they can travel all over the world and not have to worry about making that payment. I have some clients that just say, let's go ahead and set it up. We call it a Lisa, which is life expectancy set aside. But that's a, a newer part of the program that that just this stress you're talking about, that takes a lot of that stress out. You don't have to worry about missing a payment or any of those things because we take care of it for you. Absolutely. So get the reverse mortgage set up before you need it. And it's there if you decide to need it. And just like a traditional mortgage, um, you know, here, get a home equity line of credit set up. You're not paying anything on the home equity line of credit unless you're actually using it. So you can do the same thing in the reverse mortgage, get that home equity line of credit reverse mortgage. The difference is it's actually going to grow um, and, and become uh, more over time when you're not using it. So there's a, uh, another benefit there, correct, Admiral? Absolutely. And if you use it, <clears throat> if you use every bit of it, you don't have to pay it back. The home pays for it yeah. when you decide, when you transition to the next phase. Yeah. So in, in wrap up with my time, Admiral, because I really want um, seniors that are listening to the show, hear this and children for their, their parents that are listening to the show um, right now, a reverse mortgage, they're not at risk of ever losing their home, not having to pay anything back that they don't have the money for because the equity goes um, under, the heirs are not responsible for it. It's a benefit and an asset for them not to have to be worried about financial um, uh, stress that could come up with income going, a lack of income or their income declining. Or if you just wanna have your best life ever in that journey in your senior years a reverse mortgage gives you the opportunity to live your best life right now because when else do you want to live it than in your senior years right exactly we'll be definitely doing a reverse mortgage for sure uh when we're older admiral well admiral thank you so much for coming into studio and thank you for taking care of my clients uh that can um, have access to a reverse mortgage and thank you for taking care of my mom and stepdad you're gonna actually bring me to tears admiral because um 
my mom, this is a great asset for her and a great way for her to give her live a great life. And I'm just so glad that I have you on my team helping my mom that I love so much. So thank you for everything that you're doing for me personally, my clients and for our community. You're so welcome. I, I, I deem it an honor and a privilege and the community. Thank you, Admiral. All right. On that note, please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online to themoneyhour.com. I can connect you with either of my guests, uh, the best of the best in the real estate space, uh, Sandy, and the best of the best in the reverse mortgage space, Admiral. Tina Mitchell, your host and your local mortgage expert. Have a great Halloween and enjoy the rest of your weekend. I look forward to talking with you more money next weekend right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145-420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134-871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.